Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. Welcome to episode 235? You you keep track of this shit. I'm too intermittent right now to keep track of this. <laughs> that was more of a question than anything else. Welcome to episode 235. Uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about getting back into the game when you've been out of it for a while, and what to do when you have, like, a cheater in your mists um type thing oh and i see xander only says hi to john now i'm chopped liver thank you xander i love you too we weren't gonna tell you but if you're gonna guess (laughs) (laughs) um so let's go and get to the business uh guys we want to thank turbo dork for sponsoring us and giving everything that they've done and everybody should have their gift certificates if you don't let me know and i will make sure that it gets to you um, they do some really cool sh- color shifting paints and metallic paints. Make sure you check them out. If you're coming to Warfare Weekend, they are bringing everything. <laughs> we want to thank Muse on Minis. They are still trying to get their webpage back up so we can have everything distributed through them. But we still got a cool little co- uh, discount code if you want to go check them out. Uh, they make very good widgets and token sets. Uh, I heard the MCP version is actually really, really good. A lot of people like it. Um, and then we want to thank Parabellum Wargames. Um, go check out Conquest or First Blood, which is their skirmish version of Conquest. Um, I did show off their new trophy for Warfare Weekend, uh, for their 2000 point event. Um, and I'll be working on the, uh, smaller trophy while on stream today. Um, and you can check out all their cool stuff. We want to thank Midnight Heroes. We want to have him a lot of good, um, Vibe sit his way. He recently, the owner recently had some health issues, um, namely two heart attacks in one day. Um, had a pacemaker and he's okay. He's doing fine. Uh, but we want to make sure we send some good vibes his way. He says he's still coming to Warfare Weekend. And I told him, you take care of yourself first. Don't worry yes. about anything else after that. Because he sent me a message saying, hey, I, I know I was supposed to product, promise you product before October. And I'm like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Health first. Health first, dude. You That is more important than any product. Um, but he says he's going to try to still be there for Warfare Weekend. And I'm like, as long as your health is fine, I'm yep. okay. Um, we also want to thank Mini Masterworks. Thanks you for letting us know that the link was not working. Uh, John, uh, I will get in contact with him and see how everything's going. Uh, maybe they're just refreshing everything. But uh, they always have some cool products there. Um, I think I got everybody. Yeah, I think you did. I did get everybody. So, um, do we have any shout outs this week? I haven't paid attention. I don't think we have any, I don't think we have any, you know, deaths that we need to talk about. Um, but we can also shout out to individual people, uh, to say, Hey, way to go or whatever. Um, I don't have anybody off the top of my head. I thought I did. But I've slept since, you know... It's been so night. crazy, I don't even know, dude. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a pretty wild week of getting things done and um, such. And shout out to everyone who had to suffer through Hurricane Ian. Hopefully you all are doing okay. Yes. Stay safe. Hopefully nothing else comes your guys' way. Yep. It's going to be a heck of a thing rebuilding. Oh, yeah. I've seen some footage from some of the beaches, and it is what you expect when a hurricane hits a beach, but still yeah. terrible to see. Oh, of course. Um, of course, we want to give out a good shout out for our friend Kathy, making sure she's taking and doing everything she can. We miss her a bunch. 
Um, Mm -hmm. We wish that she gets better quickly so she can come back on the podcast. All right. Super, super important question, John. You ready? Sure. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I have Fireball Whiskey. Fireball Whiskey? Straight. Just straight. No ice. Nothing. Straight. Just straight. (laughs) I... Um, I'm drinking a Remy Martin XO Cognac. Uh, just a little bit today. Not a lot. Mm. No, no, Captain Izzy. I did not fucking measure. I just poured. <laughs> that's enough. That's, that's John's thing. You don't measure. You just pour until you're happy. Uh, when you're drinking straight. Absolutely. <laughs> so I measure when you're mixing a drink. Um, so I'm going to be drinking that today. So, Guys, we appreciate you listening either here, live, SoundCloud, whatever streaming things, YouTube. Uh, don't care. We appreciate it a lot. Yep. Um, we, we appreciate anything that you do to help us out and support us. Um, guys, please be safe out there. Uh, just found out a friend of mine just got COVID, but is asymptomatic type thing. Um, but, you know, got to be got to be safe. Make sure you get um your vaccine, if you're going to get a booster, get your boosters. Be safe out there. Wash your hands. Uh, don't pick the hooker's nose when you pick her up. Just be nice and happy. And John, so how many times have <laughs> to tell you? You only call them hookers when they're dead. If oh. they're alive, they're prostitutes. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Uh, nomenclature. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's important. Guys, please be safe out there. We want to hear that everybody's safe. We see you at the next convention that you go to. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's tasty. Got a bite. This reminds me that Jack Tennessee Fire is much more drinkable by itself. Not as sweet, but this is not bad. It is not bad. All right, I'm going to go switch over to the paint cam. Uh, John, we have two topics tonight. One of them might be a small rant. One of them is more of a discussion. And one of them is where you get it. You, you said you might have to punch someone in the throat. <laughs> well, that's three. I mean, obviously, cheaters could deserve a throat punch. but <laughs> Could deserve a throat punch. <laughs> probably shouldn't resort to violence. Dude, your camera's all messed up. You're at like oh, no. an angle, and have, I mean, I'm all, and, I'm all janky. You're extra janky, and we're on this wrong screen, probably. Yeah, we are. I want to make sure I get everything there. The bases came out good. What bases are those? These are for. Did you make those last stream? Yeah. When I wasn't here. Yep. Okay, just checking. These were for um, ooh, a little washed out though. Look white. I bet you it switched up and went back to the default. So I'm gonna fix that because yeah. that annoys the poopy out of me. Yeah, those are looking good. Yeah, that's for um, that's gonna be for the uh, Malifaux stuff, which I did get all the Malifaux stuff in. So booyah! Uh, sorry, not sorry that uh, Captain Mizzy's models are cooler. <laughs> I 
Well, but that's what happens when you choose the man as your faction. <laughs> and she chooses cool stuff. Let's first turn off auto focus because that's a big problem. Let's put it in normal. And then let's change up the contrast. Welcome to Live Setting Your Camera with Gonzo and John. I'm sure my camera's not set up properly. I don't actually fucking care. You can see me. Sorry. You can kind of see over my shoulders some of my some of my models and stuff. So, there you go. I think that's good enough. Because you're a cool one and Gonzo's basic AF. Eh, you know, sounds <laughs> right. All right, so I'm gonna get I gotta get some stuff done, and really it's not gonna be very interesting because it's gonna be doing some white priming and everything. Where's my white primer? So. You just keep popping those up. I can't spike all of them on you. It's just <laughs> weird. <clears throat> so this so. is the Warcaster trophy, which is a shield and one of their swords, and so I'm gonna oh. put some white in here just to make some glow effects and you know just to make it just so it's not just a gold thing fair enough and then work oh. on the infinity gauntlet so uh Bayon says that you're the epitome of a pumpkin spice latte drinking ugg boot wearing basic b <laughs> wow that's okay this, this is this is escalating quickly he loves me anyway it's funny because he hates pumpkin <laughs> Actually makes it extra funny. You're right. Yeah, I can't stand pumpkin stuff. Oh, I don't mind it. Just in moderation, like all things, like my whiskey. Oh, can't stand pumpkin spice drinks or food or anything. Uh, where's my glasses? Does that okay. mean you don't like pumpkin pie? Really, I don't like pumpkin pie. Do you like sweet potato pie? Uh, I don't have a problem with sweet potato pie. I'm okay with that. They're the same fucking thing, taste-wise. They taste almost no, identical. No, fucking no, they don't. You're yeah, high do. as shit if you think sweet potato tastes the same sweet, as pumpkin. No, not sweet potato, but sweet potato pie and pumpkin pie are very, very similar. No, they have a whole different... Oh, yeah. You're so high. Uh, very much not. You're just crazy. You cray-cray. Um, so, we're going to talk about... Let's talk about the, the, the one that's just because everybody's kind of getting back into the games. Um, you know, stores are opening up, everybody's kind of getting back in a game, and a lot of us have not played games, our favorite games in a while, or we're just getting back into them, um, type thing. And so, one of the things that I've, I, that came up this week was, you know, what do you do when you come back into a game that you haven't played in forever, and, <laughs> you know, should you take it slow, should you take it, just play like normal, what happens if you kind of mess up the rules, et cetera, et cetera, type thing. And I was like, you know what? That's not a bad little topic. Because... Well, I mean, it's easy to start with. Don't don't go all all in. You got to take it slow. Take it slow. I mean, slow it's down. and it's not just because just because you're not getting in there. Oh, El Marshall decided to redeem El Transformers. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> in the middle of you trying to talk about stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's got the greatest timing. Hey, El Marshall. We'll grab uh, a gigawatt here. This is a gigawatt. Um, so, yeah, um, you want to take it slow. You're going to want to review what's happened in the game since you left. Especially, because it's going to be important. 
Especially yeah. if you've been gone for a while. Like, yes, I have. The longer you've been gone, the more you'll need to. And it's how gone you are. I mean, what kind of gone are we talking about here? And I'm going to stop there because it's actually a song, and I'm going to try not to to sing it because <laughs> not everyone likes country songs. I mean, the one thing you have to do is is a new edition changed since you've been gone. If not, you know, cool. That you know might help you out. Has a new FAQ been dropped? Maybe. Maybe not. I hit a stumbling point. This foot is not moving as it's supposed to, which I find weird. Because it should have just. Oh, it's just. It's just stiff. So right. I mean, that's something you have to look for. You have to look out for. Has a new edition dropped? Has an FAQ dropped? Yep. You know, have you been out for years, or have you just been out because of COVID? Type thing. Exactly. Yes, that too. Wheels got to come out on the front here. And the one thing that I have to say that if you've been out of a game for forever, like you've been out for years, download the rule, new rule set, read it over, check over mm. what your army has done or been doing, because if you still have your army, and you can test yes. it out and see. Oh, so I see Legion has decided rants. He just has to decide on rants. He wants to hear rants. Nice. This one's weird. It's actually got a little locker that, uh, a little locking piece that rolls over the thumb, or rolls over the shoulder, and then can lock in, which is cool. The other ones who like this don't, because this is just a reused mold, basically, from uh, Sideswiping the Lamborghinis. But I like that they did a little extra. He's a little wider, though, because he's a uh, DeLorean. Check this out. What you got? Oh, anything else? That's cool. Yeah, I got it. all. Thing I got to do is I uh, really just paint the gemstones on this, and it should be good to go. Yeah, so that's there. Ah, that one's not hooked in right now. But tell. if you've got a, if, if you've got a game that you used to play in, first thing I would mm -hmm. do is go check if you got a new edition or an FAQ. Especially if you've been out for a year or so. Yeah, if you've been out for. Long. Let me just check to see what came out in the meantime. If you've got friends, ask them, like, hey, I'm jumping back in. They're usually happy to have you back in. What did I miss? Yeah. Oh, well, they did a balance update to the game. Here it is. Cool. Yep, exactly. It'll tell you there. And your first thing is to do is read over your shit. Yes. Read your shit. That sounds terrible when you say it that way. Yeah. But Sorry, guys, you're not going to be able to see much of me painting on this. Because so, it's freaking huge. This fusion comes off the back of the gun and goes there. And then you can just plug this in here. Um, and then once you've read over your stuff and you check, you know, checks if you need to buy any new models. Because you may have gotten new models in your faction. Yep, you may need to. Especially if, like, something has been nerfed or something's just been changed or whatever. Make sure you check over and see what, you know, you need to get if you need to get anything. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And then, after that, grab your buddy, test out a game. Take yep. it slow. Read, uh, I mean, like, if you haven't played in a while, peruse the rules again. Go through a couple of things, make sure you're doing it. But honestly, getting in and playing a small game is the best way to go. You don't want to, I mean, you could play a full game as long as you and your opponent are willing to take it slow. If you've got other people who are into the game, let them play a little, uh, 
you know, watch machine of your game and see what's going on. Huh. You know, they can, you know, when they, when Marshall and everyone was learning to replay a little bit of uh, Malifo, we were there sitting there, uh, Dave and I were sitting there, you know, throwing an idea like, oh, no, it doesn't work. That works like this, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and so. don't be afraid to make a mistake. Yeah. It's not like you're playing for $10,000. If you make a mistake, just own up to it and go, well, shit, I thought it did this. And if it doesn't, just move on. Uh, what uh, paint are you using? This is actually primer. Uh, Sino oh, Res. Sino Res, okay. Yeah, just Sino Res primer. Um, being that this is spray-painted gold, you know, it sucks to paint on spray paint. Yeah, you're going to need multiple coats. You want something. Primer's a better idea because it'll go over it better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just white primer. It's just the white yeah. Stano Rose primer. Yeah, Iron Shepherd says that uh, he recently discovered Iron Painter has changed his life. Uh, Iron Painter has solid paints. Really? I mean, if that changed your life, wait till you see, like, freaking some of the big dogs in there. But they have very good, consistent paints. That's what I like best with Iron Painter is it's very consistent. Yes. Like, Vallejo makes a ton of paints, but they're not super consistent. They have all sorts of wateriness and all it's a pain in the ass you gotta learn them but our painter is super consistent uh i mean i think our painter is pretty equal with uh citadel overall paint it's just dropper bottles far superior sorry but true but yeah you know, when you're getting back in you gotta you gotta jump in at some point uh you read a bunch of stuff try and get in if there's a podcast maybe catch up on a podcast if it's a podcast that answers questions Throw them a question like, hey, I'm getting back in. What can you do to help? You know, because it'll be different from game and getting like specific ideas from the people who play the game would be good. And also, it's a great topic for a podcast. Uh, see what we're doing now. What? I know, right? Um, but yeah, other than that, it's, it's, it's just going to take some time, depending on how far the game has progressed. Like, if I were to get into 40K again, again, um, it's it's new rules, but probably not that changed. It's 40k. It's pretty similar. You know, new codex for the army I'm playing, but maybe not super changed. Probably significant, reasonably significant though. It's unlikely to be using the same stuff. Or you know, if I was to get into War Machine, I didn't play a lot of Mark III, so I'd have to relearn what is what for that. Which you'd have to relearn anyway, because Mark IV is right around the corner. Yeah, I would not. I would just wait. Yeah. And that's something else, you know, if if you really think about it, you've been out of War Machine forever, and if you're wanting to get back in, and we're only like, what, three months away from Mark IV, should you should wait? You should. Because you don't want to relearn rules, so then have to relearn rules again. Correct. You know, it happens a lot. Uh, you know, there's a lot of I, I'll work thing. I have a client who's changing one of their systems. So if someone comes in, I don't want to teach them that system to just have to teach them another system. Correct. Unless you have to, in which case then you just do it because you have to. But, but I mean, that's something that you should, you know, that's the reason why you check to see what's going on, you know, what's mm -hmm. happening, what's, you know, did the addition change, especially if you're going to be like buying new models. Mm -hmm. oh, should I be buying the new models? Well, no, because no, you shouldn't. You should you should research the game. You should be totally through research, and hopefully even playing a test game before you buy new models for the game. Yes, because you want to make sure you know what you're doing, and you're not just 
throwing money away. Unless you can afford throwing money away, in which case your local store is happy for you and will <laughs> happily take your money. But you should probably do some testing and making sure you know what's going down before you start buying a bunch of new models. I mean, luckily, only a handful of games changed right around COVID. Um Actually, I guess not really a handful. I guess a, a fair half of the games changed thinking about it because technically Infinity changed around that time. That's when their Kickstarter N4 hit, which I haven't even purchased. I'm so far from playing Infinity now, it's not even funny. Uh, I mean, uh, I think 40K had dropped before that, maybe shortly before that, and, you know, it's in full swing now. Um, but GW's, you know, they're... You, with GW in particular, you're going to want to get with a local and find out what you should be looking at. Because you may or may not need to buy one or two old uh, yearly update books, depending on the game. Um, but that's like the key, you know, getting the guys who know what's going on, the guys who are in it, is the best bet. Because they can tell you, no, you don't need that, this is fine. Or, hey, yeah, you need that because this and this changed and you want the print copy to be sure. Or to have a record of it. Yeah, because, I mean, nothing would annoy me more than anything to told to buy this book, and then then the book is not good as soon as you get ready to play. Yeah, or, or not told to get the book, but, like, choose to buy the book, and they're like, oh, it's worthless. Like, ah, it's my dumb fault, but I'm angry about it. Yeah. So, yeah, that should definitely be your start. Did you paint the gems on one side but not the other? Yeah, I noticed that. Just asking. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's, I mean, it, it's on conceptually, it is not hard to get back into a game. In reality, it is. The other thing you want to do, and this is a purely human problem, not mechanical for the game, is you need to take your expectations of what the game is going to be and throw them out the fucking window. A hundred percent. Because it, they say you can't go back. It's fucking true. You cannot go back. Even if the rules haven't changed, it will not be the same because you have changed as well. So you want to expect, like, if I go back to play 40K, I don't expect it to be what I've done in the past. I expect it to be, you know, new. You got to try and make it be a new. Uh, it'll be more of a new experience. And you got to get used to that experience. You know, you know, maybe the meta has changed. The meta always changes. And uh, you just got to be aware of that. And it's human nature to want to go back. You want it to be like it was. Like, yes, I want it to be like when, you know, me and Marshall and the guys were playing fucking Warhammer Fantasy all the time. And it was super fun. Or 40K all the time. It was fun. But I don't ever expect it to go back to that. Because it can't. Nope. I remember cool games in Necromunda. I have not gotten that back since. Um, you I mean New Necromunda is apparently solid and fine. Yeah, you could play cool games with it, but it's not going to be what you had before. No, hundred percent not. Yeah, like uh, part of the reason I don't want to go back to Origin Hordes is because it's not going to be what I had before. Like the 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 group has splintered. You know, not everyone's around. Times have changed. Why should I? I, I you know, Legion makes a good point. It may be a reason not to go back to game because it will not meet your expectations. 
Richard says, How's that, how does that saying go? Happiness is hard to come by because the past seems better than it was, the present worse than it is, and the future is less certain than you realize. That is all true. You know? Sometimes you got to stop, take a look at what you got, and go, you know what? This is okay. For all your bitching. Because the past, I mean... Luckily, you'll you mostly remember the good times. That the 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 bad times, unless they're horrifically bad, just go away, which is awesome for your memory, but doesn't help for you to make new choices. That is why it's so hard uh, for people to learn from history. Because at a certain point, they don't remember the bad parts; they remember the good parts. People don't remember the fifties. I remember the remember the the World War II so much. They remember the fifties. So it was all good in the fifties. We were all you know blah blah blah. And I, but yeah, it, it got there because of fucking bullshit, dude. So keep that in mind. Uh, knowledge of yourself and managing one's own expectations is important, but you don't want to overdo it to the point where you're not excited for things. Like, I'll be honest, uh, she said in the preamble, I went to an Elton John concert last weekend and I actually wasn't really excited. Uh, maybe until he started playing. Because, you know, maybe mindfully I like a lot of cool cool things don't end up super cool. And you don't want to expect it to be the best thing ever and then it's less. And then even if it wasn't bad, you start going, oh, that was terrible. So you got you to gotta manage it. Maybe not to the same extreme I do, but, you know, you, you have to manage it. You know, like there's a million games I've played in the past. And I have to realize it's never going to be like that it was before role-playing games as well friends even role-playing games oh you yeah. get the same group together it's not gonna be what it was we've all changed that's why even though we have a lot of games that end and i'd like to go back to them in some ways i realize most campaigns you can't go back to because it won't be the same so it's better to just call that one done and start a new one Any other part of this you wanted to cover, Gonzo? No, that was pretty much about it. I mean, it's just, you know, also when you're playing and, you know, give yourself a break. Give your opponent a break or give your friend a break, I should say, if they're just coming back to the game. And help them learn it, especially if you've stayed in it. You know, cut them some slack going, hey, dude, that doesn't work like that anymore. That works like this. Oh, yeah. Okay. And and if you're, someone's coming back in you're, and you're playing against them, give them I don't want to say treat them like a newbie, but you kind of got to treat them like a newbie. You got to remind them if they're operating from a false pretense. You know, talk about it. Your first couple of games, it's okay. I mean, this isn't life or death. You're playing a game. Yeah. It's okay to give them tips and be like, I feel like you're trying to do this, but it doesn't work like that because of this. Because you don't want them to get there and suddenly realize, oh, shit, I was operating under a false pretense. Because that's the worst. Straight the worst. You, you want to be cool with the person. Cut them some slack. I mean, but if you told them seven times, it doesn't work like that. Well, I think nowadays most people will, they will decide how much slack they wish to be cut. Yeah. Like I've seen a lot of people I play with like, nope, nope, I made the mistake. I want to live with it. Let's go. Correct. I'm just talking about if you've you've told the rule to this person seven times and they're still getting it wrong 
Are you talking about someone getting the same rule wrong multiple times, maybe during a tournament? The ones that you think it might be on purpose? Because that seems like a segue to our next topic. Cheating. And we don't mean getting the rule wrong. We mean cheating. And if you're wondering what the difference between a mistake and cheating is, one requires intent. Correct. Because, I mean, don't get us wrong. You can, and I can say, accidentally cheat because you misunderstood but it's making a mistake it's making a mistake correct but doing it repeatedly that you know if you try to obfuscate it that becomes cheating yeah that's when we're like "Mm, dude we've told you seven or eight times judge has told you seven or eight times you know and it's cheating it's hard to deal with because we're all here and most of the time that matters is when you're playing a game with strangers. It matters less with friends. When you're playing with friends, it doesn't matter as much. It matters more when you're playing with strangers. Correct. Um, dice ethic is good. Oh, let's yep. talk about dice ethic, ethic real quick because this is important because there is actually some videos on YouTube that I saw of how to cheat at 40K with your dice. First off, you should Fuck. report that Downvote it and find that fucker so we can whoop their ass. <laughs> I saw, I was looking at stuff. At that and point, I saw it's that. premeditated and intentional and going after this. Like, no, no, fuck that guy. Which kind of cred up there. I saw this video of this fisherman that put lead weights I, in his fish. Did you see that video? Yeah, I saw video too. Yeah. I'm like, mm. So, and Dice is important, and it may not come up initially, but you should know it. Like, I mean... I have crazy eyes. You can tell my description isn't great. Sometimes I will misread dice at range because it's just pips. Usually I'll see three. There's actually four. I see three. It's two. What, you know, one way or the other. So a lot of those you can misread. So if someone asks you a question about that, don't, don't, this goes back to something I said a while ago, but uh, you know, stolen from a TV show. Don't judge. Be curious. Why are they asking so much about my dice? Are my dice unreadable? Sometimes they are. I had a game at a GT years and years ago. Uh, before I worked for Games Workshops, so probably in the 90s, late 90s. Um, and I might not, my regular dice was not working, so I put away and said, I'm going to roll these dice. They're tiny. I apologize, but these dice are shit. So I put them out in front of him and said, can you read all these dice? He said, those three, get rid of them. I can't read them. So I took those dice out and I rolled the rest of them for the rest of the game. It was fine. Uh, so an iron trooper says, I'm going off and people are using a dice tray. Reroll falls out if it's if it's low, keeps if it's high. Nope. Dice tray equals in is good, out is bad. That and see, is that's... an rule of dice trays. If you're using a dice tray, you fucking keep them. In the dice tray, if they go out, they're out. Yeah, I, I always say, anytime I set up and I put a dice tray down, I says I re-roll anything that falls out of the dice tray, no matter what it comes up as. You shouldn't even have to. Like, that is that is literally the epitome of an unwritten rule. Correct, but I, I just make sure that I say that because I don't want any other, you know... Some people will say stuff, stuff as much as like, oh, if dice land on top of each other, I re-roll the top one. Okay, sure. I don't even care about that, as long as you're consistent. Correct. Be consistent, especially if you say that, too. You could say, any die that faces north and its point, I re-roll because I'm superstitious. I'm like, as long as you're fucking consistent, I actually really don't care that much. Yeah. That'd be silly, but 
All right, it's your dice. It's your dice. You, you know what? It is what. If you're consistent, I don't fucking care. Just tell me which way's north. Have it marked so I can tell quickly, and just do it. I don't really give a shit. But and don't don't fucking dig on people for having dice. Uh, fucking you know rituals they go through. Like I play. I used to play. Uh, I would re. I would just roll a new set of dice for everything. Roll the set, boom. Put it aside. Roll the next set, boom. Go through. Then when I get done, I go back from the from the dice I've used and start using them again. And in one rant, one of the guys called us out for my dice dice superstition. And I'm like, dude, go fuck yourself. I roll the dice how I want to. You can fuck off. If you're not, if it's if it's not a cheat, or you're not seeing like, uh, you know a weird consistency like oh when he rolls these dice these dice only roll sixes you know who cares you want story time go for it story time uh me and l marshall uh we're playing a gentleman at our old local store way way back in the day who goes by the nickname of ponytail you can know why he's got the nickname of ponytail he's bald (laughs) he's got a ponytail oh i thought it was like a curly joke Marshall was playing him and realized he had accidentally rolled his D3s instead of a D6s. <laughs> and he was none the wiser. Now, he had done this when using Wraithguard, who back in the day killed on a 1 to 3 and didn't on a 4 to 6. So suddenly, it became a funny game of rolling averaging dice 2 to 5, because there were no modifiers, so you, you'd hit on a 2, so you'd always hit. Uh, and then roll the D3s mixed in to see if you kill people. I swear to God, three people did that to him in a row and didn't he didn't notice at all, and I had to get them to stop. Like, stop, guys. No more. But it was fucking funny. Because he's not, like, going, like, fucking A, you're not rolling ones or ones, but he's like, oh, shit, you're rolling lots of ones through threes to kill me and two through fives to hit. It didn't really recognize because it looked like average dice. He never even saw six. So there are tricks you can do for that. Don't do it. It's good for a funny one-off. Don't do it too often. Like, if you're trying to teach a guy a lesson, maybe. But other than that, no. No. But yeah, but there are things you need to watch out for. If someone makes a dice tower and just tips it over to roll... Don't let him get away with that, because you can set all your dices so sixes are facing you, more sixes will roll. I've seen it. I had someone doing that in Shadowrun and had to slap his ass real quick. Um, but just keep an eye on that, you know? Uh, we like to do what uh, I think Fat uh, um, Asian actually had uh, John Damaris actually mention it first. Until I notice something, I'm cool. But when I notice something, that person has my full attention and that everything. And when you catch someone doing that, you have to call them. And if you think it's intentional, here's the hardest part about cheaters, since we're rolling back into the the full cheating aspect. You have to go with your gut feeling. If you think it's intentionally or is just blatantly breaking the rules, you've got to call the judge. There is no choice. That is the first thing you should do before anything else. Don't call your buddy. Don't call your neighbor. Don't do anything call a judge if you decide it is not like you're going to forgive it like oh you just made a mistake if you don't think it's a mistake if you think they are cheating you have to 100 percent call the judge and don't as soon as you think it's cheating turn off the nice guy don't be a nice guy anymore 
I know that's tough. We're all trying to be nice. This person is not worthy of that anymore. As soon as you have decided in your in your soul that this person is cheating, not making a mistake, nice guy's got to turn off. So if Judge goes, what do you want me to do? Like, often I go, that's an auto loss, sir. He cheated. If the judge doesn't have a ruling and asks for your input, you should be auto loss. Unless you think it's super duper intentional, then you should be like DQ. He should make that decision. But sometimes judges are a little passive. Sometimes they want to know what will make you happy because they don't want to cause an incident. You know, because if they're at the store or they work for the store, this might cause the person not to come back. You don't care about that. You don't want this person to come back if he's cheating. He needs to learn a lesson. And you absolutely positively have to go at least match loss. You know, that'll teach someone real fucking quick. If they realize they get caught cheating, they're going to lose the game. They're going to stop because they're no longer serving their purpose. These guys, a lot of them aren't malicious. They aren't cheating because they fucking hate you. They're cheating because they wish to win too much. Winning is more important than playing a fair game. So you need to teach them that the risk reward is too high. And if it's consistent, if it's a consistent person who does it lots of times, you have to ask for a DQ. You've got to step up and do it. I know it's it sucks because you're all trying to have fun here. Maybe he came with somebody. Maybe it's going to affect their larger tournament. You don't fucking care. You have to ask for what the appropriate penalty is going to be if the judge isn't, isn't suggesting it. The judge goes, well, what can I do? You're going to have to DQ him. Or you're going to have to give him a match loss. You know, I told Gonzo about one beforehand where a guy right before time was done in his turn, he just threw a bunch of focus out, cast a bunch of spells, and was trying to resolve them as he, you know, after his clock. Nope. I was nice, said no. Only the first one went off. Fuck you. But I shouldn't have been. I should have called the judge over, and I should have made him take a match loss. Because he's doing that now, what else has he done? What other cheating has he done when you weren't paying full attention? And it's harsh, and it's tough, and someone's going to call you out on it. Fuck those people. If you came alone, just internalize it, it'll be okay, yell on the way home. If you came with buddies, your buddies will have your back. When these people, if these people try to get too snarky or bullshit, your buddies will have your back and it'll be okay. It's it's fucking tough. If you're on the outside looking in and so they start browbeating someone who calls them for cheating, fucking go defend that person. Uh, you know, I'm going to paraphrase uh, fucking Winston Churchill. All it takes for evil to triumph is for good to do nothing. Yep. Fucking do good. Just stand up. You'll stand up. Someone else will realize, oh, we're standing up and they're going to stand up too. Be the pebble that starts the avalanche. Yeah, I mean, the big thing is, is I, I I want people to to understand that you need to call a judge there to make a ruling. Don't do yep. it yourself. Nope. Say judge, because that's the judge's job. X Y Z, and then yep. the judge will have to make a decision whether this is something that's a DQ or a warning or what. And and it doesn't have to be cheating. It could be negative play experience. 
you know, flipping the clock over on purpose on the inappropriate time. Um, picking up dice too quickly so you can't see the results, et cetera, et cetera. Dice pick up too quickly. They're all ones or whatever. He doesn't want them to be. That's what it was. Sorry. Uh, you And you have to call. Like, you don't want to be that guy, but you got to be that guy. And in the dice case, it could have been an honest mistake. They People do math super quick. They might have done math faster and not confirmed you can see it. Call the judge. Judge, you picked up his dice too quick. I don't know what he rolled. Judge will make a decision. Usually in that case, it's probably just a warning and then re-roll. That's fine. But you have to initiate. You can't be passive in it. As soon as you start being passive, you're just going to let them do whatever they want. And you, the longer you go on like that, the less power you have to do something about it later. So do it right away. Get it going. Uh, you know, like I said, be the pebble that starts the avalanche. You got to. And if you think it's absolutely intentional cheating, don't let the judge wishy wash his way out of it. Sometimes there's other things at play. Like, honestly, if I'm acting in a capacity as a store employee, I don't want any drama. Yeah, Legion says, if I pick up dice quick, they're failures. Absolutely. Unless it's the one means something negative. Absolutely. Well, I'll do that a lot. I'll pick up, I'm like, I'm going to pick up failures. Like, But that's part of the dice thing, if you explain it. Like a 40K or a, a mini dice game, like, I'm going to pick up failures. Yeah. You I know, pick, if I've I, got ones, yeah. we'll, we'll categorize them if we need to, but I'm going to pick up failures, leave the hits. That way you can go, like, there's a failure there, there's a failure there. That gives your opponent time to check your dice. And, and, and if you pick up dice quickly and your opponent's like, hey, you're picking that up too quickly, slow down. Apologize. You know, apologize. I, like, oh, sorry. Let me, uh... Picking up failures so these don't affect anything. You know, maybe if you get a plasma gun, like, there were no ones in there, but I'm happy to re-beat. You're going to be magnanimous about it. Like, I'm happy to re-roll all these dice and take saves for any ones. It's a game. A game. You can't get so focused by the outcome that you lose the joy of fucking playing. I mean, we, we want to win, but we want to have a good time. And I would rather lose and keep a friend or make a new friend than win and yes. have an issue. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. We all make mistakes when we play. Just own up to them and fix them. I know this is like really enthralling watching me put. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I am getting suggestions for other topics as well while we're doing this, sir. Oh, sweet. Nice. What uh, suggestions? I'll tell you later. Okay. But yeah, so you've, you've got to be there. You've got to, you've got to be firm. It, it become, it honestly is going to be one of the toughest things you do in gaming because we all just want to get along. Every gamer in that fucking tournament is a potential best buddy in two years. And I'll tell you right now, in some games, people play for money, and you get caught cheating, some of those people will take you out back and beat you. Let me let me give you my first yourself. advice. Don't play for money. Yeah, don't ever. But some games If you do. play for money, you better be ready, because it's going to get ugly. It brings out the worst in people. Correct. Uh, if you can play for money and not bring out the worst, then you've got a great crew. Fucking cherish those people. But I, I don't play for money. I don't play for, for that, you know. Uh, as a former game store owner, I can tell you that magic was fine until they wanted cash prizes. At which point, we had to be very careful about stuff, you know? This is before DCI was doing judges like they do. I'm old. This just in. Uh, so, a lot of times, like, there are times I'm like, look, you're stalling. Stop stalling. 
you're not going to out- outlast the store owner, me. I will keep this store open until fucking I have to open again in the morning on Saturday. I don't fucking care. So, you know, keep that in mind. It it, it it gets it gets a little ugly when money starts. Now you might have like the magic players we had at my store were pretty good. There's only a couple people, and usually it's a new person, you know, because you don't know that person. Usually it's the new person causing some makeups, you know. That's why when it came down to magic or the Star Wars TCG, we always played the Star Wars TCG because there were no money involved. It, the prize is always packs provided by the company. And let's be honest, I don't need more packs, but I'm playing for the fun of it. The packs are a bonus. Often I'd find the newest kid in the in the in the, the tournament and be like, have some packs. Here you go, dude. Yeah, so remember that. You've got to call the judge. Um, so I'll give you another story. Uh, Bowie, who's not in the chat room right now, was playing the Star Trek TCG against a guy. And the guy was playing Borg. And he went to assimilate a planet, which means he's going to flip a certain card. I saw him shuffle his deck and he shuffles and shuffles and then suddenly he shuffles and he does this and then backs it up and does this. So he set up his deck. At which case, I, I, at which point I knew something was going on. I'm like, uh, Judge, he's uh, stacking his deck. And I explained it. Now, I'm not playing, so I, my power is limited. I'm not judging, my power is limited. The judge decided to watch and didn't do anything that match, but did end up doing something, if I remember correctly, in a later match because he was consistently doing that. So keep an eye on stuff. You can do it with cards. You can do whatever. Remember with cards, always cut the deck. Yeah, always let your opponent cut the deck. If you don't offer to cut the deck, stop them. Say, I'd like to cut your deck. It's not personal. If they take it personally, it means they were probably cheating. So that's that's because and I'll say cards because sometimes you're playing a card game or Malifaux uses cards. I could easily when you're shuffle ripple shutting the deck, you can see a good card, throw it on top. And if you know, we have a lot of get lazy a lot of times, you just knock the deck like I don't care. In friendly play, no worries. In a tournament, cut the damn deck. And don't be an ass about it. Don't be devil squid. And I love Double Squid. He's a great dude, but he did once. They were playing some game using cards. I think it was actually Relic Knights. And literally, he like cut that. He grabbed it and he like kind of fired a couple cards out. And like, really, dude? And then he did it again, and he actually fired the entire half of the deck out. Like, dude, the fuck? Don't don't be an ass. You know, I played a million Magic players. They will like they'll cut the deck and like put it in like seventeen piles all over the place. And I'm like, really, fucker? <laughs> this is how we're gonna be? Okay. Because I'll be honest, I'm old nowadays. I don't fucking care anymore. If you do that shit when I'm running a tournament, your ass is just gonna be just disqualified immediately for poor sportsmanship. A lot of things you can get away with friendly. You can't get away with there. And most of these cheating things are only in tournament settings. If you, a friend is cheating, you need to call him on it immediately because it's likely just a fucking mistake. You know, maybe they misread a die. Maybe they, you know, it, there's a million mistakes can happen. We're, fuck, I'd hate to say it. We're all getting kind of old. And sometimes the memory doesn't necessarily work as quick as we want it to be. And the eyesight. 
Oh, really, Legion? Devil Sue is getting dismissive of other folks' opinions on uh, on Mark IV. He needs. He knows better. He's a fucking PG. He knows better. Yucking on people's yum. Yep, don't yuck on people's yum. I, I don't. The reason I don't participate in those. I'm somehow still in those Facebook groups, but I can. Speak for yourself. Where am I again? Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. it's it's interesting because if you want your game to continue, you got to start bringing in these other people. And if you see people cheating, younger people are going to go, that guy just cheated and they're not doing anything against that. Yep. You're going to negative game experience. That's the thing you realize. It's a negative play experience to not do anything. Correct. I don't know how many of you all in the chat or listening on oh, podcast land. Uh, oh, for Coolio. That's who we forgot. Coolio. Coolio fucking hey, hey, Marshall. Thank you. Thanks, Marshall. For Coolio. Hey, hydrate real quick. That's me hail hydrating. For Coolio. No, that is for Coolio. I already did it for Coolio. Thanks, though, Marshall. I knew we had something. I just totally just, you know, life. I should have remembered that because I listened, was driving to my uh, dinner and there was a shitty cover of Gangster's Paradise on. <laughs> I turned Is off. Is it a shitty that one that you sent me of? Uh... No. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not as glorious as the cover of Sweet Caroline I sent you. Which I think Legion has seen too because I posted it in that particular Discord. But yeah, so I mean. Where were we? See, getting old. Forget the fuck we're talking about besides <laughs> cheaters. And you've got to deal with them. you got to deal with them harshly. Um, if they're adults, they'll understand. If it's a mistake, it'll come out while you're while they're talking about it. But you can yeah. usually feel in your gut if it's a mistake or if it's an actual legitimate issue. If it's a mistake they've made multiple times, it's not a mistake. Correct. They've been called on uh, called out on it three or four times in multiple different games. That's not a mistake. Hey, at that point, it ain't a mistake. Yeah. And you got to nip in the bud. Nobody likes cheaters. Nobody nope. likes negative plays experience. Nobody likes people gatekeeping other people or, you know, whatever to stop new people coming in. Because I'll tell you, that's the worst thing you can do for your game is not let people, new people into play. Asterix. Because of the paradox of uh, tolerance. Do not let the intolerant in. It's okay to gatekeep them. <laughs> I, I know it's it's paradox, paradoxical, but uh, you've got to. Because yeah. fuck those people. Nazis and all, fuck off. There's yeah. a bunch of that going on on Twitter. Do not get involved in it, Jesus Christ, trust me. That should go without saying, in my opinion, but yes. Yeah. Just remember, if you let yourself in on the drama, you're fucking... If you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound on the drama. So just ignore it and go. <laughs> So yeah, at least I've, we've, I've screwed up and been like, I think I fucked up those dice. And I try and like cheat myself later in the game. Like, I fucked up that one dice, so I'll fuck it up the other way now. You judge Devil Squid? That's fair. We know Devil Squid. We can judge him. You know, you, you could have done something and called the judge and says, hey, judge, I messed up this. How do I fix it? At, at that point, you're just inviting drama. Don't yeah. just be better about it if you can hurt yourself in a, in a better way to try to make up for it, depending on what it did. Cause sometimes it didn't mean anything. Correct. Like, Oh, I get an extra hit. He saved it. Oh good. I don't feel bad. But sometimes it's like, Oh, I get an extra hit. He didn't save it. I'm going to take a hit off a laser later attack. I mean, you do what you can. 
And also, yeah. cut yourself some slack if you make a mistake. Yeah. If you make a mistake. Because usually we don't realize until, like, turns later, like, oh, fuck, I did this thing again. And then right. just do better. Yeah, do you better. Don't worry about it. You ain't got to worry about it. Remember, none of us are in fighting trim. None of us are playing games like we used to in the past. Where we oh. would get seven or eight games in a day. <laughs> I don't know about that, but, like, you'd get a bunch in a week, you know? Yeah. We're not at the point where we're like going to the game store every, almost every night of the week and playing games. We're not there anymore. That's no. that's gone. COVID fucking just took that outside, tied it to a tree, and got the shotgun. Yeah, there's. It goes back when you know since Warfare Warfare Weekend is coming up. I know people are like, oh man, I'm gonna play like I I want to play this tournament and I want to do six rounds in one day. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. By round three, you're gonna be dead. And I'm like, your your body is not used to it. No, and I'll, and I'll fucking suck it up through most of those things because, you know, I want people to have fun. But. Yeah, your your, your body is physically not able to do the games shit, that you used to do. Shit, sometimes my body ain't ready for two games in Marshall's basement for fuck's sake. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's someone else playing a game. I'm going to sit here and chill and watch. I'm going to sit on the stool and chill. But. Exactly. The, the main thing is, is if you're at a tournament, call a judge immediately. Yep. Don't try judge. to solve it yourself. Don't try to get any issues with it. Call a judge. If if it's, you know, you're just meeting, you know, you met up with somebody at the game store and they wanted to get a game and you get a game and you don't have anybody to call, you know, you can just walk away. You're yep. like, nah, I'm done. Clip Miles like, you're cheating. I'm done. Walk away. That'll teach him quick. There was a guy, and I'll tell the one final story before media section, uh, <laughs> who played and cheated all the time. Like, we knew he cheated. He came to me on one slow Saturday at the Games Workshop out of Barker and said, Hey, John, do you want to play? And I said, I would not play you if the last 40K player left on Earth. That's a hell of a statement, right? <laughs> so he asked, why? So I gave him a five-minute long, level-toned, entirely curseless rant about his play exactly. and how we all knew. And that, that should have been hard for you not to curse. I was younger then. <laughs> Less crotchety. And, and he took that shit to heart and he became like the guy who never cheated. Like literally I saw him playing games. I'd walk by, watch for a bit and he was playing completely on the level. It's good. So I mean, Sometimes calling that guy is what they need. They, you know, they might be thinking, because people's brains are weird. They'll be thinking, I've got to win or people aren't going to like me. You know, people are strange. They take all sorts of fucking weird reactions from all sorts of things. That's why you don't judge. Be curious. You know, call them out on it. Maybe they'll make the change. Maybe they won't. Who knows? But if you give them the chance to make the change, you've got one more good player out there in the world. Yeah, I mean, because like I said, if you called them out and they disappear for a bit and they come back and they're still cheating, fuck them. Yep. But if they come back and they've changed their ways and everything, you know, good, man. Congratulations. Welcome back. Let's have a good time. Let's play some good games. Yeah. I mean, at but, that point, then you've got good a good player back in the world. You, you yeah. have made the world better just by calling someone on cheating. Yeah. 
rather than just going, nah, man, I don't want to play you right now. And then touch tones. That guy's a cheater. No, fucking call him on it. We can't be afraid anymore. We had too many decades of people not willing to talk about anything that could cause an argument and has gotten us where we are today in the fucking world. Religion, fucking politics, any of that. People are too afraid to talk about that shit because they don't want to cause a ruckus or any hard feelings or anything. No, fuck it. Get your shit off your chest. It only makes the world better. People don't realize they have views you may not like or are being fucking stupid. Or maybe you're being stupid and they're going to teach you that. A level and civil discourse is only fucking good. Because either you learn that you were wrong and you need to change. They learn that they were wrong and they change. Or you learn this fucker is fucking crazy and you never need to associate with them again. Yeah. All of those are good. They all end up fine. You don't deal with the fucker or he changes or you change. It's only good. Too many years. You know, how many years do people tell you not to talk about fucking politics or religion at work? No, fuck it. Talk about them. As long as you do it civilly, I don't care. I will let anyone at work have a civil discussion about whatever the hell they want, as long as it's not, you know, crass. <laughs> as, as long as, soon as it gets non-civil, I will shut that shut that shit down immediately. They do not want to fuck with me. But as long as it's civil civil discourse, because you know, I, I work with a formerly devout Christian and a devout Muslim, and I am agnostic. We have hella some conversations, but <laughs> we all have inherent respect and keep it civil. Correct. That makes it okay. All right. Um, guys, when it comes down to it, we're here to play a game. If someone's not playing by the rules, call them out on it. Go to judge first if you're a tournament. If you're not a judge or not in a tournament, call them out on it. it violence is not the answer. I know it would make you angry. We're all on edge. <laughs> Violence is not the answer. That being said, if they fuck around, you should become the embodiment of finding out. And with the that, time for the positivity segment, uh, we're talking about media, so we'll see. We'll see if it's a positivity uh, type thing. Um, so I'm going to tell you that I did not watch a lot of movies um, this I last week. <laughs> I didn't watch any movies. I haven't watched any movies in a while. I probably I know. should. Well, I mean, there hasn't been really any new movies come out. It's like a two-hour investment to watch a movie. I don't have two hours at one spot. <laughs> I mean, I could make it. I, I've i not made the effort to make, excuse me, a two-hour spot. I mean, I but have I been watching TV episodes. What's interesting is a lot of shows are technically off the air. Some are coming back. But right. there's not a lot coming back that I watch. Uh it, We'll get there, Marshall. I we'll want to start there. with something. It's 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 Disney related. Yeah. Um, um Captain Izzy, Hocus Pocus too. I want you to realize what age I was when Hocus Pocus came out. <laughs> I have not seen Hocus Pocus. It was not aimed at me. Thus I have not watched Hocus Pocus two. Uh, I haven't watched Hocus Pocus two yet because I was busy with some other stuff. If you want third party, my sister was not a fan of it. But my sister 
abhors things made mostly for nostalgia. Correct. Which is a perfectly viable view for someone to have. Uh, no, Marshall, I have not seen Bullet Train yet. I wish to. It's on my list, but sorry. So I'm finished Book of Boba Fett. You should probably skip that and go to Andor. Yeah. So let's go. Um, let's do one that you're not watching. I'll, I'll do one that you're not watching. Uh, Sounds like a challenge, but okay. Game of Thrones. Uh, yep, not watching that shit. Yep. I could, <laughs> but I don't have a horse in that race. Uh, House of Dragons. Uh, this week was, I should say last week, because this week has already started, the new episode's out, um, they did like a 10-year jump. Okay. Um, and so the two of the lead female actresses are no longer in the series, and they've put two new actresses in there, and ooh, it's not getting very good positive reviews on it. Um, I have not heard of things, but... It's... It really just hasn't hit with a lot of people this episode. Uh, and supposedly they're, one of the producers or directors said that, well, we're not going to worry about her story anymore because this isn't about her anymore. And I'm like, but she was like one of the main cast members. Yeah, you gotta, if you start a story, you fucking finish it. Yeah. So supposedly like one char- one of the main characters is getting cut out from the series. And I'm like, what? So I, let's be honest. I'm not going to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to, but the ending has me worried. I it's a large time investment, and I can just watch clips of my favorite character on YouTube. Uh, so Legionnaires ask: Is House of Dragons still doing the murder porn of Game of Thrones? Not as bad. There are some, but it is not as bad. Yeah. Uh, they still hit. It's still Game of Thrones, but it's not as bad. So. For right now, it's not a bad show, but it's not great. Awesome. It's okay. So, it's just okay. I, I mean, I give it, you know, a two, which means it's watchable, but, you know, some of it's like, eh, okay. Um, I think the time jump, the 10-year time jump is going to be an issue, um, and it's going to be a problem. <laughs> good luck, <laughs> Yeah, he's not going to finish those. And this is actually, you know, what, a thousand years or a hundred years or whatever before the regular books. But still. That always bothers me in fantasy series. We're a thousand years in the past. Do you know what happened in a thousand years in the real world? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why is your plate not advancing in a thousand years? Yeah. Like, Middle Earth, you know, we're looking at 5,000 years ago. The fuck have you all been slacking off in 5,000 years? You can't have shit happen. <laughs> You're from medievalish era. You haven't gotten to fucking the Industrial Revolution, though okay, technically they do in one of the books, but that's not a hero. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, overall, it's not a bad series. If you like Game of Thrones, you'll like this. Um, but it's not near as good as the first, you know, when Game of Thrones started. Um, is Matt Ward still carrying the series on his back? Pretty much. Okay. Matt Smith? Matt Ward? What's his name? It's Matt Smith. Matt Smith, sorry. Yeah, I knew you meant. Um, yeah, pretty much. Is Doctor Who still carrying the fucking series on his back? How about that? Pretty much. Um, it's Okay. So, like I said, I give it like two space herpes, not too bad, but it's just okay. I should warn you, in the past two weeks, I've watched like nine TV episodes. 
Man. Uh, obviously, I've watched Andor. We can talk about that. I've watched She-Hulk. And I've also, and I'll start this off now, started watching something else for a meal, something that's always a half an hour and easy to watch uh, that I've had on DVD for a while and haven't opened it up. And that is an anime called Trigun. And oh, yes, my gosh. And yes, I've seen it before. Trigun. I love Trigun. It is pretty standard Japanese animation. It goes from silly to serious, all in the same episode. Generally, at this point, still more in the silly. But I know from previous experience that it does occasionally get very fucking serious. Suppose they're doing a live action of it. Pretty soon. Uh, I mean, Western aesthetic should be cool. Would be a hard one to do. I should need to watch the live action of Cowboy Bebop. That apparently was absolutely fine, but people lost their shit because people are fucking stupid and I hate people. <laughs> but yeah, I'm enjoying the crap out of it. I'm about five episodes in. Uh, I remember all the episodes, which is kind of scary. I all thought they took place later, but I did watch the first four episodes many times in the beginning because I got a preview um, story time a little bit. When I worked for Alliance Game Distribution occasionally the sales manager would give me preview copies of anime and say, I want to hear what you think about this anime so I can sell it to my sell it to my customers. So he'd hand me preview copies. I'd watch preview copies. One of them was Trigun. So I saw like whatever was on the first tape or so. So like three, four episodes. So I remember those pretty well. Um, I do love Trigun. Um, I'm not going to spoil any of it because it all gets explained quickly, but still. Um, it has a sort of Western... It It's basically Western. There are some sci-fi elements, but they don't come until later. It's basically a Western... As long as you're good with standard anime stuff, like the main character being occasionally absolutely fucking silly and other times super serious, you're fine. It doesn't give me any of that cringe factor, if you will. More on that later. <laughs> Um, but I enjoy the crap of it. It's currently solidly half a space herpy. It's a little extra silly at points, and some people aren't down with that, so they'd like it less, but it's good. They've already had some good points in it, and it's a half an hour long episode. They're TV episodes, so it's great for like when you're eating a meal. No extra time, just boom, watch an episode, done, go. Gonzo? Um, I think my next ones was pretty much everything that you've... Oh, wait. Uh, the Great British Baking Show is back, and it's on Netflix, and we get a new episode every Friday, and I just love baking shows. I love cooking shows, and, you know, that's just my thing. I'm a baker. I do, too, but I'm usually watching those on YouTube, though. Yeah. You know, binging with Babish or whatever, sorted food, that kind of thing. But I really like it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I like seeing what people make. And then I'm like, oh, dude, you messed up. You know, oh, <laughs> type thing. Oh, you done fucked up, son. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's back on uh, Netflix, a new season. Uh, I know they said the next season is possibly going to go not on Netflix and we'll get a different cast or something like that. I don't know. But I'm enjoying it. I like good ca- I like good baking shows, good cooking shows. Uh, I also like seeing like the different styles and the different flavors and different, you know, profiles people do all the time on stuff. So it's kind of neat. Like, Ooh, I would not have thought, you know, of that food or I've never heard of this. What is this? Google this new food, you know, type thing or Google this new, you know, oh, yeah, that's dish. the best part of cooking shows. Is yeah. Like, like 
I am a font of knowledge. I know a lot about cooking. I just don't apply it because I don't cook for myself so much. Yeah. Oh, he says he's a baker, but I still have not received cheesecake in the last two years. What are you doing, Conzo? Baking it for myself. Make your porch Captain Mizzy a cheesecake. She's had one. That one's enough for her. <laughs> it hasn't had one in the last two years. What are you doing? Cheesecake. Working. That sounds like an excuse. For the last two years? <laughs> yeah, I've been working for the last two years. <laughs> mm, he makes you sad. I see, Captain You are a saint for putting up with him. But I, I, like, I like this. If, if you like good baking shows, I kind of ignore some of the stuff the hosts are saying, but I concentrate more on the bakers and the dishes because I love the dishes. So, Other than that. All right, go for it, John. What do you got? Captain Mizzy, if you were local, I would learn to cook cheesecakes to cook cheesecakes for you because I'm a nice guy like that. Uh, what do I got? Uh, She-Hulk. Yeah, we can do She-Hulk. Uh, two episodes I've seen. You might have talked about one of them last week, uh, the wedding one, and then this one oh. was the retreat. Yep. Um, I enjoyed both. I enjoyed this one more. She-Hulk has a, a habit as is almost a sitcom of walking right up the edge of absolute stupidity, peering over, but then deciding, nah, I'm going to come back some. Um, recently, I've noticed they've done less fourth wall breaking in the last, yes. last few episodes. I don't know. I mean, they did a big one on on this last one. Yeah, but I mean, for the most, it, it's, it's kind of like, you know, petered well, off get, a little bit. They're getting into the story story. Correct. Which I like. And... You can see the the twist coming. Yeah, but it, it. I think this, the wedding episode was okay. I feel like there should have been another episode between that and this. I feel like they're rushing at some points, which is weird because you have all the time in the fucking world. Well, they're you could tell that they're doing the speed time, like you know everything's yeah. like just no dialogue, but it, you know just quick messages and everything's going by real quick and real quick. No, and then, I don't, I don't mind that at all. Yeah. But I mean, like, they're not taking their time in the series. Yeah. I think they could have, but I really like this episode. It, it didn't walk up to the edge of stupidity. It actually was firmly far away from the edge and just a solid episode. Oh, God. <laughs> maybe, Legion. If we have time at the end, we can talk about that. Yeah, maybe at the end, uh, so yeah, like the wedding episode was not bad, but it definitely walked up to the edge of stupidity, but they pulled it back. Yeah. But this last episode I thought was much better. It was very good. I enjoyed the crap out of it. Uh, they need to bring uh, Wong and Madison back at least one more time. I don't think they need to. I think they should let... It, I mean, they had a million, a million fucking little uh, things in this one. <laughs> that was just such a great... The just... Eagle showed up for fuck's sake, man. Like... I only know him because I've read the complete handbook of the Marvel Universe and he was in there and I'm like, this guy seems cool. I've never seen him in a comic. <laughs> Manbull? Fucking Manbull? And Porcupine? <laughs> Porcupine only is noted because Porcupine got killed by Scourge when Scourge was killing all the fucking supervillains. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, but yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy the little things they're showing in there. Um don't believe the negative press no i told Gonzo Florence, another streamer that i know said he watched the first episode and thought it was the absolute biggest shit he's ever seen and which i said you are a crusty white guy <laughs> you have a problem with women even if you don't fucking know it 
Is it your fault? Probably not. It's probably your upbringing. But that's why you have a problem. It's not bad writing. Actually, I find the writing is actually probably better than even the humor is in it. The humor is occasionally funny. Mr. Immortal is funny. (laughs) And for fuck's sake, internet sites out there, none of you are actually listening to this, but stop doing your fucking clickbait. They ruined this fucking team you're never going to see anymore. Since they had Mr. Immortal, you're never going to see the Great Lake Avengers. Motherfucker, we were never going to see the Great Lake Avengers. And it's okay, because they're fucking stupid. (laughs) Well, you know, funny in the comic, but for fuck's sake, it's not like... The Wrecking Crew is not a beloved Marvel villain team, for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake, no one cares about the Wrecking Crew. There's... They're only cool when they get up-powered, by that, and which they can still do. They probably won't. But there's only so much they can do with all they have. Come on, man. The Wrecking Who. Exactly. Uh, yeah, there's... there's... And, and all this stuff about, you know, getting reviews from people nowadays... Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. Rotten Tomatoes. Stop caring about Rotten Tomatoes. Correct. It's not accurate. Any, if anyone can review it, you're going to get a bunch of shit from fucking incels and shit who just don't like anything where there's a female main character. Yeah. Like, remember, they shit all over Captain Marvel. I actually feel like it's one of the better fucking orange movies out there. There's it's been enjoyable. a lot of, yeah, this whole getting reviews. Because now people are doing it, trying to pump up certain movies that they want pumped up and I go that's the problem you put yeah. the reviews in the hands of the people and the people are going to create bots complete you know whatever to either go up or down it's no longer about find people that you are aligned with mostly get their opinion like even let's say l marshall l marshall and i talk opinions about stuff all the time but our opinions are different on certain things or some things he likes some things i like it's okay at some point, you're going to have to decide if it seems like something you might like, just fucking watch it. Maybe you don't. It's okay. Yeah. You don't have to jokingly threaten to sue Marvel because of shitty writing. Thank you, streamer. <laughs> I got stupider reading that shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've had fun with She-Hulk. No issues with me yeah. on it. I mean, it's, um, is it the fucking best Marvel series? No. 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 <laughs> So, uh, I'm good with that one. You want to go with Andor? Since uh, how far are you in on Andor? I think it's cute that you think I'm not caught up on Andor. (laughs) It's really cute. Because it is that series that does what my sister... Doesn't do what my sister hates. It does not prey off of your nostalgia at all. It does not just name drop to get a name drop. It name dropped one thing and it wasn't even a big deal. Sorry, so, I was reading uh, comment. I, I've watched all of Andor. I enjoy Andor. I do too. Um, it somehow doesn't seem dark and depressing, though it could easily have fallen there. I, I think it might very, get there. It's, and it's very neutral. And I yeah. think it needs to maintain that neutrality. Because you get too negative, people are just going to eject because fuck new negativity. No one wants negativity right now. The world's negative enough. I I have a feeling that we're probably going to, we're going, well, I'm sure we're going to see some negative episodes or dark episodes because that does not mean negative. It can be correct. dark, but there can be, that's the thing about Star Wars. Even at its darkest, there was still hope in it. And that is the fucking theme of Star Wars when you distill it down. Yeah. 
even at the darkest, there is still hope. And I feel like they're not going to lose that. I hope they don't lose that. I mean, it's the guys who did fucking uh, Chernobyl, for fuck's sake. Yeah. They they know what they're doing, because Chernobyl didn't fucking crush you down in despair except for that one episode, but <laughs> we don't talk about that episode anymore. Yeah, I think um, I like it. I think it's a, a story that needs to be told. While yeah. I love Jedis and all that stuff, space Star Wars are- is more than just Jedis. The Skywalker saga being all about space Jedi, space wizards is fine. It's okay. Yeah. Because it's the Skywalker saga, they're all fucking space wizards. Except yeah. for Shimmy. Sorry, Shimmy. It, it happened. But there is more to the Star Wars universe than just Jedis. And, Needs to be. Yeah. And, we I need mean, to see the dirty part of yeah. the rebellion. And honestly, Stellan Skarsgård is fucking killing it again. Like he oh, all- yeah. Um, but like the cast, great. Like I haven't had a problem with the cast, no nope. content. I even like the, I think it was going to, I like the story that's going on with the, the, the secondary story, the B story, if you will, with the corporate security. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, they told so much at the end of that third episode where, you know, he's just staring and he's, you can tell he's feeling the things and realizing, you know, exactly how what's happened to him let's say i'm trying not to spoil it because you guys haven't all seen it so uh enjoying the crap out of it it is currently a zero Uh, i can see it climb as high as a one but based on what it's seen so far i don't expect it going too high it's it's enjoyable as fuck yeah um supposedly the legionnaire says he needs more star wars heists and mobsters um what's the one that jude law is supposed to be doing that's kind of I mean, we'll we'll see what they get. They're they're yeah. working on Star Wars stuff. They're starting to fe- feel get their feel for it. Um, the Rogue Squadron movie has been delayed quietly. Yeah. Obviously, um, the trilogy that what's his name Ryan Johnson is supposed to get has been delayed. Who knows if he'll get that? I hope he does. I actually like Ryan Johnson a lot. I'm not as big of a problem with the Last Jedi as a lot of people do. They can. It's okay if you don't like it. You you can go away. <laughs> you don't have to watch Star Wars stuff. I want to see what he does. I like him as a as a director and all. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to see what they do with more Star Wars stuff going forward. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm happy with everything so far. Interesting enough. Um, hopefully, if they do another Book of Boba Fett, they settle on a proper tone for it. Yeah, it's a little uh, over the place. Still, I'm. Uh, uh, Marvel wise news. The Armor Wars TV show is now an Armor Wars movie, which Correct. means we get a Don Cheadle-led Marvel movie. Fuck yes. <laughs> which I thought was interesting that they decided to go from... I, I wonder if it was uh, like a cost thing or something. Just no, kind of curious why they did it from a TV show to a movie. I don't know. Don Cheadle. Fucking A. Probably because yeah. something's not working out that he's in the film. and like, well, we're working on this. Let's make it a movie instead. It's mainline enough it could be a movie. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean... I hope they just keep doing more like, so you kind of need to see end game to get the full, just a she Hulk. Cause I was talking about this with my sister, but you don't have to, you can go like, okay, Hulk obviously has control of his stuff. They explain that in there. Better seeing it in end game first, but cause I said she would love she Hulk cause she would, cause it's not really derivative or anything. It's, it's totally different. You know, that's sort of like what uh, makes, uh, and or good it's not derivative it's not just playing on nostalgia it's making its own good story yeah which is what rogue one really did 
that really pushed the, to be one I mean, of the top Star Wars movies of all times. And honestly, I feel like the stuff that played off nostalgia were the weaker parts of the movie. Yeah. I, I mean, unnecessary, completely. It was cool, like, though, in my sure. opinion. It, it, it brought the kid out in me. So the first scene with Darth Vader was not cool. And it was the opposite of cool. Which it was a that scene one? that where he talks about Mustafar. Oh, okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Seeing there, sure, it was cool. Completely unnecessary. Absolute fan service. Correct. I mean, they realize some people don't want that. Some people want just more story stars. So you didn't need to have a space should I show up at all in this movie. No, you didn't. You didn't. But it, I don't think the end scene hurt. I think the middle scene kind of hurt a little bit. I can agree with that. I can agree with that more. I mean, the, the end scene was, was definitely fan service, and it made me giggle like a little kid. But, you know, I was like, that was cool as shit. Did it have to be in there? No. No. Would it, would it, was it cooler for me? Yeah. But not, not. I'm sure if it was always in there in every take. I, you know, be sometimes be interested to hear about it behind the scenes, but not important at all. Yeah. So, um, what else well, you got? Let's. I watched four episodes of Andor, two episodes of She-Hulk, and like five episodes of fucking Trigun. The fuck else you want from me? <laughs> um, the Armor Wars change and all that. Oh, can we do we want to talk about uh, Lizzo and the Saga of the Crystal Feud? <laughs> I okay. did not know that so many crusty old white guys cared about uh, Flautus so much. I was not aware. Well, you know what's interesting about this whole situation is, okay, they let Lizzo, which she knows how to play the flute, play this flute that nobody really knew about. Yeah. I didn't know that there was a, James Madison had a crystal flute. Oh, I've learned a lot of things about James Madison I didn't know in the past week. And I was like, whoa, a crystal flute? That's pretty fucking cool. Because that sounds like an Indiana Jones plot. Indiana I know. Jones, crystal flute. <laughs> it's a movie. Go. Lizzie and the Crystal Flute. <laughs> it's just like, why do you fucking care? You don't. You are just so racist and sexist. You have to fucking comment on everything. And we will never be okay until those people are fucking in the dirt. And I hate to say it. I hope it comes of natural causes. I don't want a fucking civil war. But I mean, for fuck's sake. You didn't care about this flute until she played it. And it's That's not the like whole thing. He's still holding the Founding Fathers up like they were the fucking bastions of fucking morality. Spoiler! They fucking weren't. They were men, just like every other men. They had good, they had bad, and they tried to balance. You know, they did some good, they they, they were all slaveholders, because it was the time. Mm -hmm. There are some stories with James Madison, I won't repeat, that are fucking horrific, if they're true. <laughs> It only yeah. would have been a problem about it if it hadn't been documented for us to watch later or behind a paywall. I mean, I don't Yeah. Maybe. Much like not realizing the science behind the skin color of mermaids and that so many white men <laughs> mermaids. I don't like fuck off guys. And then and then you actually tell the true story of why they he wrote the little mermaid and then you're like, Oh, and then you're like, Do you want to talk about the little mermaid now? And they're like, What? They don't care. They live in their own fucking world. Correct. That's the real prop. They live in their own world. Sorry, Marshall. We're not in the positive anymore. I blame the alcohol and Gonzo. <laughs> I can't blame Legion more than anyone. But it's, yeah. Look, look, it's okay. Like, I look and I'm like, oh, cool. And I don't care anymore. 
Yeah, like I said, I never even knew that there was a crystal flute, and you know, I I I, I stuck around oh. after it was done, but I was like, oh, there's more instruments there that we should know about. Cool. Well, like, oh, you got a trained flautist who who apparently can play a flute that's not set up like any modern flute in any way, shape, or form professionally. Cool. Sounds good. Good job, guys. Back to my life. Yeah. Well, I, I guess, like, per the Library of Congress, they're supposed to be played every so often, and whenever they leave them to the Library of Congress, it is documented this must be a played, must be in working played condition at all times. There and I'm go. like, okay, who cares? Yeah. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I was not aware that was there. I mean, I'm uh, sure if there was a white flutist that was, you know, whatever, <laughs> it'd have been a whole different thing. Now Marshall says, Lizzo and the crystal flute is a better story than Indy and the crystal skull. <laughs> I hate that. You're right. It, it was right. kind of, it was kind of fun uh, to Legionnaires. It was, it, it was kind of fun to watch Lizzo get kind of geek out over this flute. She's like, what, you know, you could tell that there was, excitement behind what she was doing not There's just because she was doing better it. than a professional genuinely excited about what they do yeah now did she put her own little spin on it fuck yeah because she doesn't give a fuck about anybody yeah who cares that's what music <laughs> is yeah music is putting your own spin on things I, I, it, it, it's ridiculous. I'm like, why are we having this discussion? This is stupid. Oh, the fact that we have to is, is hilarious and terrible in equal measure. Yeah. Um, I did want to say something. Uh, Legionnaires did mention Reservation Dogs. Uh, I just finished the new season of that. I think the last, the season finale was this week. I love this show. The, the, the actors they got in this, they're so fun to watch. The, the, the kids, because I'm sure all of them are like 25 or whatever, but uh, they are so funny as shit when they work with each other. And you're like, yeah, I can see you doing stupid shit like this when I was a teenager. <laughs> and I hope it gets renewed for another season. If it doesn't, I'm okay with it because it kind of ends where it could, but they leave it open. So if they get another season, cool. Not dang, but I'm not too hurt. All right. I got one more beef to pick with fucking Disney Plus. Uh, which one's that one? Stop stacking fucking shows and shit. As in, give me an example. She-Hulk, Andor, coming up soon, Werewolf by Night. And I know you have to Werewolf by Night in fucking October, but now you're stacking enough things that people are going to start losing time to watch you. It's a dangerous fucking game you're playing. If people lose time to watch, they might go, oh, fuck, I can't watch all this shit. I'm not using it. I'll fucking cancel it. Stop it. If you've got your fucking <laughs> shield coming out, save fucking Andor. Or put it right behind it, but not too... Don't don't put it in the middle of the season. Put it, like, near the end. One or two episodes to the end. Maybe near the end. So you feel like, okay, they're just getting this out. But if you do too much, you're just going to lose people. People don't have a limited time. They're split between multiple things. Don't make them make a choice that might include them canceling you. Yeah. No, other, no other fucking streaming service seems to have this fucking problem. Well, maybe Paramount Plus a little bit, but they mostly don't have this problem. Don't do this shit. I also think that it's because they've got so many shows they've got to in their mind. But they can't. You, if you have two shows at all times, you're already too much. 
People don't have time for that shit. It's a new world. That's what I think is is because they've got you know the ABC shows and now they're taking shows from other networks. And just remember, like you may think it's the new streaming era, but to fucking half the population, this is just TV Mark Three. Yeah. And you need to realize that we're only going to have certain time and we need to have our lives and we need to have our fucking time off. So if you keep doing that, we're never going to watch your batch catalog, back catalog then. You need to slow your fucking roll. A little bit. Not too much, just a little bit. You're almost there. Almost there. Like, I understand that, like, your She-Hulk's going on and Werewolf Planet comes out. Cool. It's a one-shot. Understandable. It's got to come out during October. Shit happens. But all three happen at the same time is a little fucking much. Yeah. I'm worried I won't have time to watch Werewolf by night. I'm sure Banyan and then my other buddy Potato Chucker will watch it because they fucking love werewolves. Uh, Lower Decks is back. I'm watching that. And um, yes. there's a couple other things. Oh, I'm watching Superman and Lois right now, too. So, oh. But guess what time it is? Time for John to eat something because he drank too much. <laughs> Guys, it is time for the show to end. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate it a lot. Trust me. Um, we are going to... Hey, Painting Dad is on. We're going to send to him. He's doing some Warhammer miniatures. He needs some good follows. If you haven't followed this guy, help him out. See you, Marshall. Um, everything else. Um, guys, please take care of yourself. Please take care of each other. Please look after your health. Please be kind. For more than nice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. Good night. Go over and hit that like button on the painting dad and tell him Gonzo sent you. I mean, you can tell him John sent you too. That works. <laughs> <laughs>